What's up, son? I want to welcome all my fellow Ravens fans and supporters to the brand new Unscripted Ravens Talk. It's a fan podcast. This is a podcast where the fans get together and we just talk trash and we just talk noise about our team that we love so much. My name is B-More Buck and I'm your host for this amazing podcast. This show going to talk about all subjects related to our team, the best football organization in the world, the Baltimore Ravens, and us as diehard fans. My, pod- my podcast episodes will be published and distributed weekly. Please feel free to like, share, comment, and leave a voicemail or subscribe to this to my channel at any time. My general disclaimer is this blog and podcast are my own opinions and do not represent the views or opinions of the Baltimore Ravens or the National Football League. We are doing our best to prepare the content of this podcast. However, B1 Buck's edits cannot guarantee, cannot warranty the expressions and suggestions of the contents as well as its accuracy. In addition to the extent permitted by law, B1 Buck edits shall not be responsible for any losses and or damages due to the uses of this information in our podcast. Okay, what we will not do, Okay, we would not disrespect each other here on my podcast. I would not disrespect no players. Uh, all views that I will be talking about and discussions that I will be talking about are my own opinions. Okay, I am not no expert. I am not no coach. I'm just a Ravens fan, diehard fan. Been one ever since 1996. Okay, this is episode season number one, and this is my sixth episode. I would like to start publishing these episodes every week. Sometimes that's difficult to do with so much going on in life and in the world and in sports and in the NFL and with our Baltimore Ravens, they're just blowing it away. But the subject of our um, discussion today will be, the title will be The Baltimore Ravens, A New Dynasty, okay? Are the Baltimore Ravens building another dynasty? Guess what? It's here, it's live, and we got it, all right? So get used to it, get used to the winning, get used to being talked about, get used to being uh, in a top five NFL team every season, all right? Get used to winning championships, get used to being in the playoffs, okay? Get used to uh, good production, high production from our players. Get used to it, because it's coming, okay? It's coming. Is here and it's going to get better than ever before. All right. So let's talk about how, or let's talk. Let's go to the beginning of this dynasty building phase, or this dynasty building. It all started in 2018. Okay, when Ozzie Newsom, our ex-general manager, Hall of Fame, tight end. Um, top executive, okay, and I'm no wonder he's going to make the Hall of Fame again for being a, a, one of the best general managers ever. He started building, rebuilding this dynasty that we have known as the Baltimore Ravens. Okay, so it started in 2018 in the 2018 NFL draft, okay. That draft, I will say that draft it will probably go down in history as Ozzie Newsom's second best draft because his first best draft was when he draft Ogden and Ray Lewis okay uh, that was his first that was the first that's number one out of all of his drafts his second draft is a 2018 draft okay in the 2018 draft Ozzie Newsom okay he got two tight ends 
Okay. Our first pick was a tight end, Hayden Hurst. Okay. Then he drafted um, Lamar Jackson. All right. Now we're going to talk about Lamar Jackson in a minute. Okay. Um, so we got two tight ends. We got a elite tackle, and we got elite quarterback and an elite receiver. So we got five elite players in 2018. Okay, the best draft pick of 2018 was no other than LJ Action Jackson, Lamar Jackson. One of the best football and one of the most electric, electrifying football in the NFL in 2019 and on. Okay. I first found out or first discovered Lamar Jackson. I've heard about him, but I never did look at any film on him. I've seen a couple of his games. All right. When I finally sat down to look at his film, I said, this guy is the next superstar of the National Football League. He's the next superstar. And apparently Ozzie Newsom was thinking the same thing. Because if you look at all the moves he made in the 2018 draft, it shows you, okay? It shows you what his intent was, okay? He was building a team for Lamar Jackson in 2018, okay? By drafting two tight ends, getting an a, a, a elite tackle, okay? Getting an elite wide receiver, all right? Everything that will we could build around him to make him one of the best quarterback to ever play um, the position in the NFL, and that's where he's working on this year. Okay, as we know, we're looking at the Ravens um, closing out this year. We're already eight and two. Okay, we done beat all the top teams, the majority of the top teams in the NFL. Okay, and we still proving them wrong. Every week, we still prove them wrong. I don't argue with the pundits and the haters, because guess what? Our team used that as motivation. Our team used it as motivation. Let them talk about them. Let them talk to Lamar Cantho. Let them talk he's not that good. Let them talk it's a fluke. Let them talk it ain't going to last. And only thing this guy does, and the only thing he has ever done since he was in high school, was win football games and score touchdowns. That's what my mom said. She's 70 years old. She said, the only thing Lamar Jackson does is score touchdowns. And guess what? She ain't never lied. She's right on it, right? That's what I'm talking about. So we started with the draft. So the dynasty started coming together in the 2018 draft. Okay? So we drafted these elite players. Okay? I'm sorry. I know I said... Um, so a couple of those players drafted in 19, I'm sorry. But we did get Lamar Jackson, um, Lamar Jackson, Hayden Hurst, and um, Lamar Jackson, Hayden Hurst, uh, Orlando Brown. We didn't get um, Marquise Brown. We got Marquise Brown in 2019, okay? So, but we all know what the draft looked like in 2018, all right? And that's when the dynasty was starting to be built by our general manager, our number one general manager, Mr. Ex-General Manager, Mr. Ozzie Newsom. He did an outstanding draft. 
uh, outstanding job with that 2018 draft, especially the way he maneuvered back into the the, um, the first round and nabbed um, uh, Lamar Jackson like he did. That was that was that was it. I I, I couldn't. I just felt like. That was the best move. I know the fans went berserk. Oh, what we draft the quarterback for? He ain't good enough. He ain't big enough. He can't throw the ball. He can't. He he is not smart enough to, to call the play. The note learn the playbook. La da 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 da. They said everything, but all he do is score touchdowns. That's the part they miss. Only thing he does is win. Okay, you got to look at. You got to think about it. This young man was in college. Okay. He was on a sorry team, all right? Louisville wasn't good, okay? He was the best player on the team. Most of the games they won, he won them by himself. He pretty much beat Florida State by himself, okay? So now just imagine you get that player, you get that player, and um, you get that player that was in college and wasn't on a good team for the whole time he was in college, which he won the Heisman Trophy. You bring them into the NFL, build a team around them, NFL caliber team, NFL players, and guess what? What do you have? Okay? You have an elite player, a superstar. Okay? And the main thing I like about Lamar Jackson is that he doesn't like to take credit. He doesn't like to take credit. He likes to give everybody, he likes to spread the wealth. Okay? He care more about the success of his fellow players and their performance than he do himself. Okay, only thing he wants to do is win, and he wants to see everybody else do good. That's rare to find. That is a rare trait, and when you find a person, a player, an NFL player, a professional NFL player who has those traits, that is very special. He's a special young man, and he's going to go a long ways in this league, and I'm so glad that we have him on this, our team, and I hope he'll be on our team forever. Okay, um, so we, we put our team together. Okay, 2018. Okay, we go into the, um, the 2018. So we go into the um, 2018 season over. So coming into 2019. Okay, 2019. Eric DaCosta is now the general manager. His first draft as a general manager. Okay, the first time in the Ravens' existence that Ozzie Newsom wasn't the head of the, um, was in charge of the draft. Eric DaCosta took over the reins, okay, and he did a phenomenal job. Okay, we picked up, um, we picked up uh, Marquise, Marquise Brown. Um, we got, um, uh, 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 I can't think. There's so much going on right now, but he did a good. He did a marvelous job, especially with getting Marquise Brown. Okay, um, so once the um, once the draft was over with, all right, we go into um, our off season. Okay, our off season, and we had a wonderful off season. Okay, during the off season, we acquired um, we acquired. Mark Ingram, okay, a lot of people said he was done. <laughs> I don't know. Mark Ingram been good ever since he was he was good in Alabama. He's been good ever since. All right, and don't look like he's slowing down. And he don't have that much wear and tear on him. And hadn't he been doing a great job on our team this year? Uh, that 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 player, that running back is he's in a he's like gotta be the in the top five running backs. 
Okay. Um, so we get him. Uh, we make a couple other moves. We get, oh, I have a big move. Earl Thomas. Come on. Earl Thomas. One thing I like about Eric DaCosta, once he, once a need comes into the radar, he acts. He, he doesn't wait. He doesn't wait to see if it's going to work out, see if the next player available, if we can put all our, um, in other words, he don't throw all his um, apples in one basket, okay? He, he don't throw everything. He, he always have a backup plan. Um, so he goes out, he get Earl Thomas. Phenomenal, phenomenal move right there. And guess what? We pretty much got him for the low low. All right, we pretty much got him for the low low. Very good, very good. I also like the move he did with the kicker. <laughs> he, he traded the kicker, we got a draft pick for the kicker, and the kicker ended up getting in some trouble or something like that. Missing field goals, and uh, he was done, okay? And we got a draft pick out of that with a steal. Um, so we get Earl Thomas. So we got Mark Ingram and Earl Thomas, our two biggest additions in the offseason. We lose a lot of players. Okay, um, during free agency, all right, we also lost a lot, um, several players due to injuries. Okay, um, Tavon Young, uh, Tony Jefferson, um, Elliott, Deshaun Elliott, some of the, some of the more notable uh, players we lost to injuries, season ended, season ending injuries. Okay, now some of those positions, okay. You know, you'd hate to see anyone get injured, but I think we upgraded due to injuries forced us to make upgrades. I'm not saying Tony Jefferson is good, but I think the way we have it now, okay, is a lot better than what it was when he was in there. I'm just going to keep it real. I like Tony Jefferson. He'd bring, a lot, he'd bring a lot of fire to our team, and I'm quite sure he'll do a good job for us if he's on the team next year, which I don't believe he will be. I believe we'll move on from him. And... Um, and look, look to the draft to um, fill that vacancy on the defense. Um, and then uh, the defense was always questionable. I didn't have no, really no big concerns of the offense. They kind of made the offense more of a concern than really what it was. Um, first with Lamar Jackson saying he couldn't throw, he couldn't understand the defense, and a lot of, da, 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 everything they said about him, which we now know was totally untrue. Okay, which he's proved them wrong in every aspect. The man is winning, uh, he winning awards every week. Every week he wins the FedEx Air Player of the Week or the Ground Player of the Week. He done won that two or three times. Okay, AFC Player of the Week, AFC Offensive Player of the Week. Uh, and the list goes on and on. He, he's breaking records. He's breaking records at the speed of sound. I can't even keep up with all of them. Um, but that, that, that young man is amazing. And it's just, just like going to a concert like a Michael Jackson concert, you know what I'm saying? You want to go to a concert, you want to see the award show just to see what he's going to do, you know what I'm saying? I remember watching Michael Jordan play, you know what I mean? They'd be like, okay, what is Michael Jordan going to do this, this week? Okay, what kind of layup is he going to do? How many dunks he going to have? What kind of dunk he's going to do this, this week in the game? All right? It's the same thing with Lamar Jackson, you know what I mean? And that's excitement. You can see the excitement in that stadium. Our stadium... Our fans, uh, we've been through a lot, you know what I'm saying? Some of our fans, you know what I mean? I think they got a little upset with the kneeling and all the protests was going on with that um, due to the flag and the national anthem and everything. Um, and also the play of uh, Flacco, you know what I'm saying? And the stalemate that we was in. 
with Marty Morningweg and all these previous uh, offensive coordinators that really wasn't no good and defensive coordinators. That fact, Dean Pease ain't really do, do, do that much either. Um, he was all right, but um, Martindell is way better than he is. Anyway, so in the um, in the offseason, everyone was concerned about the offense. Um, and then once everybody pretty much jumped shipped on, we lost um, we lost uh, um, Zadaria Smith, we lost C.J. Mosley in free agency. Everybody started panicking, okay? Except me, I, I wasn't really worried about it. I wasn't really worried about it. Because one thing I know about the Ravens, they're going to find some good defensive players. They're going to find some good defensive players. Now in the past, we got kind of, we got in a little stalemate with some players where, where you know, some of those players we didn't really want to let go um, for some reason or the other. But anyway, I don't know. You know I mean? I think a lot of it was uh, based around Joe Flacco's contract, and we just got caught up in that trap. Um, but that con with that humongous contract, we re where we really couldn't do nothing. We had to, we had to um, uh, uh, bargain shop for players and, and make um, dope deals, you know, um, to get substandard players, what other people trash, and we were pretty much getting everybody else trash, trying to make something out of them, which some of them worked, some of them didn't work out for us. Um, so going into the season, some questions came up about the offense. Receivers, some questions came up about the offensive line. A lot of us about the offensive line, believe it or not, but I knew our offensive line was pretty good, okay? I knew our offensive line would be all right, especially with Orlando, Orlando Brown and uh, Ronnie Staley and, um, and um, uh, Yonder. I, I really wasn't worried about, you know, with those three players, I, we, we, could, we could patch in some other ones and still be all right, okay? They'll make up for that weakness. So I really wasn't worried about the, the, offense, uh, the offense or the offensive coordinator going into the season. Another key addition um, the Ravens did was when we hired the um, quarterback coach, um, receiver coach from Cincinnati. I think he had came from Cincinnati. He's, he's coached a couple of uh, great receivers, uh, Chad Johnson um, and, and the likes, okay? So he did a lot with Lamar Jackson as far as his, um, his, his techniques and progressions. He also did a lot with our receivers um, and tight ends, um, teaching them the, the, the basics of, uh, of uh, how to get open, how to, how to uh, gain separation, okay? How to attack the ball, how to catch the ball, okay? Um, how to uh, gain yardage after the catch, okay? You can see all those things improve this year with our offense. And what about our offensive scheme? It's out of this world. And Harbaugh told them, said, we're going to show y'all something this year y'all never seen before. And they laughed at him. They thought he was joking. I knew he wasn't joking. I was just waiting for it. I was just waiting for it. I was just sitting back like, okay, yeah, y'all think Hobbs just talking about the side of his neck, right? All right, you will see. And now they've seen. Um, so we get into the season. Uh, beginning of the season, the first couple of games we were doing okay. Um, then we lost to uh, the Cleveland Browns and the um, Kansas City Chiefs. I wasn't too much worried about the Kansas City Chiefs. I was a close game. I liked the way we played. We were showing progress and we were showing uh, uh, um, uh, um, good production from our players at that time. And then we got some injuries. Um, then we came back, we lost to the Cleveland Browns, pretty much got blowed out at home, um, where we looked terrible, the defense looked terrible, okay? 
And I knew in my heart that DaCosta, Wink Martindale, and John Harbaugh would, would fix that. I trust that organization that much to fix a defense that's bad. Okay, Our defense has never been terribly terrible. Okay, We've had some down times. You know what I mean? They made some mistakes and had some good games, some bad games. But for the most part, we always had a very good defense. And I was quite sure that they was going to fix those problems uh, immediately, and that's what they did. They brought back Josh Bonds. They brought in L.J. Fort. They brought in uh, Pico. They brought in Ellis. Okay, These players they have come in there okay, into an environment because it's a winning culture. So anybody we bring in there now that have that's, you know, is at least an average player is going to play good because they want to play with Lamar Jackson. They got all the hype going on in Baltimore. So everybody want to come in and do a good job for us. And that seems like that's the case so far. Okay. Oh, and not, don't let me forget Marcus Peters. Okay. Now, having he's been fantastic since he's been there, this guy comes in. What he got? Um, three pick sixes. He had one before he came to us with the Rams. He, got, he, he has two with us already. Okay. He's locking down receivers and tight ends, okay? So now we see where our problems were, right? Okay? We see where our problem was. And look at our defensive line. Look how they're coming around, okay? Look at how we are beating these top teams, the New England Patriots, went into Seattle, went into Seattle and skull drug them. Went into, uh, New England came to town. We skull drug them and sent them back to New England. <coughs> Excuse me. Then look at the um, look at the uh, Cincinnati Bengals, okay. Now they are rivalry. I know they sorry and haven't won a game, but still they always play us good. We took care of them, okay. Jack slapped down, all right. And then got the Houston Texans coming to town. Oh, they this, they that. Uh, Deshaun Watson, this and that. I wasn't even worried about it. I knew it was gonna be a blowout. Knew it was gonna be a blowout, okay. And that's exactly what they did. If you look at the rest of our schedule right now and the way we plan, if we can keep up the level of that play, okay, there's not a team out there that the Ravens can't beat. Are we going to lose some games? We probably will, okay? And maybe we won't, okay? Maybe we won't. I say we won't lose no more than two more games. That's just the way I feel right now, all right? Um, and I'm quite sure I got a lot of people with me on that if we don't win out. Okay, we might even win out. But hey, look, our team is doing a, a phenomenal job. I'm so happy. The, 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 the morale in the city of Baltimore is so high. Fans, morale is so high. The players, everybody is so excited and happy and, 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 and joyous. Um, it's a good holiday season. Um, we got the, um, we going on over to LA and, and play the Rams. On next Monday night, Monday night football, which every time we get a Monday night football game, which is very seldom, we always on the road. But guess what? We're a team built to go on the road, okay? We are built to go on the road. Um, I got a, a few uh, excerpts from a previous podcast that I did. I just want to go over some of the things um, that I had discussed. Um, I was discussing during that podcast um, I was mentioning that um, that we have we have games against Seattle, Houston, and New England, and Los Angeles Rams on schedule. Um, um, but this team has to feel 
uh, of a team built to play with anyone, and it showed in the close affair in Kansas City. So that's how I was feeling going into those games. I felt like we had a team that could go, uh, if they was traveling, they can go into any stadium and beat any team. If any team, whether they're good or bad, come to the, the, the uh, M&T Bank Stadium, they're going to get beat. Um, and only team that we haven't played yet is the Los Angeles Rams from that escort from my, my previous podcast, okay? Um, so, you know, I mean, things are looking good in Ravens country. Um, everyone is getting on board with our team. Um, the nation, okay, is getting, uh, we're in the spotlight now. We're getting national, um, national credit. Um, People are changing their minds about Lamar Jackson. They are changing their mind about John Harbaugh. And I ain't gonna lie to you, I was on the fire John Harbaugh wagon for a minute, okay? Because we had a culture at one time in Baltimore where it was complacent. We didn't want to make no changes. And there's nothing wrong with that, but sometimes you gotta make changes, especially when it comes to players, okay? You can't blame everything on players, but you know what I mean? If the player's not working out, if the, the coordinators, the coaches not working out, hey, you gotta make some changes, man. And you can't be scared to do that, but you gotta make sure those changes you make are effective. All right. So I know everybody's excited like me. I'm not going to bore you anymore. Hey, thanks for listening to this podcast. Um, leave your comments, um, suggestions. Um, hey, and if you want to be on a podcast with me, let me know. Okay. Leave your phone number or um, tell me to get in contact with you. Uh, DM me or message me, and um, I'll call you and get your number or whatever. And we'll schedule a time um, so I can do an interview with you and put you on a podcast. Like I said, this is a fan podcast. This is a trash-talking podcast. We can talk about anything, okay? We ain't got to be on no certain subject. We can talk about whatever you want to talk about, you know? Um, the Ravens running game, ain't it the best in the world? Yes, it is. It can't be stopped. They'll pretty much dominate every team they play. It's like it's, it's like Alabama it's like Alabama being in being in the being in a D two being in a D two league, okay, D two conference. All right, um, it's it's like the SEC compared to the rest of college. Uh, it's just crazy uh, of how of how dominant this team, this 2019 uh, Ravens team, uh, um, is right now. Okay, they're breaking records. They're making history. And, you know what I mean, out of all the years of being a Ravens fan, um, this year is, 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 is up there with 2000 and 2012, 2009, was it 2009, 2006? Um, so we had several years, 2014, but it's right up there. It's right up there. This, it got the feel to me. And if things keep going the way it's going, it's going to be right up there in the top three, top three teams. Um, or even the top, even the number one team in Ravens history, the best team the Ravens ever had, um, except for maybe a couple of players. But um, team as a team, this has got the makings of being one of the best teams in Ravens history, uh, if not in NFL history. Okay, so I want you all just to keep your eyes open, stay motivated, keep talking trash to, to our haters and other teams, stay on those blogs, holler at me. This is your boy, Be More Bucks, also known as Antonio CEO Arrington. Okay, I'm in your blogs, I'm on Facebook, I'm on YouTube, I make videos, so check me out, holler back at me. And with that being said, I wanna wish you the best. Happy holidays to you if I don't talk to you again. 
um, before the holidays. Be safe out there. Take care of each other. Love. Peace. Go Ravens.